This is Line Dance Podcast. I'm Christopher Gonzalez. Hello and welcome to yet another edition of Line Dance Podcast on Move Radio with Christopher Gonzalez and Megan Barcelia. We're coming to you live today from O'Hare <laughs> International. I believe it's international. O'Hare, very important and large airport in Chicago, Illinois. We are on our way to Windy City Line Dance Mania today, and our flight just landed minutes ago. Yeah. We're at a Starbucks, we're getting some food, and we're sharing some thoughts about line dance <laughs> with all of you. We have many articles here, many of interest to the line dancer, and just the person who wishes to become a more well-rounded sort of individual. Since we're going to be surrounding ourselves with people today and for the next several days, we're going to start with an article from drrooplean.com. Nine types of people you must surround yourself with. The road to success is rough. The journey tough and the time limited. Clichéd, but that's a fact. Whether you are trying to become an accomplished sports person, musician, writer, artist, actor, entrepreneur, or simply a better person, the truth is, achieving any goal is difficult. You will experience ups and downs, highs and lows. In such challenging times, it is always useful to be surrounded by people who can lend you a helping hand, contribute in some positive way, and add value to your life. We are the product of our surroundings, and the people we interact with on a daily basis. Subconsciously, we think and act in a similar way to the people we most spend our time with. Thus, it is important to be selective and choose people you wish to be surrounded by. Here are nine types of people who can exert a positive influence on you and help in propelling you forward on the path of success. 1. Ambitious and passionate people. Surround yourself with people who have goals, want to accomplish something in life, reach somewhere, and be something. No matter which area or field they are trying to excel in, the common denominator is that they have clarity about life and know exactly what their goals are. These people always keep their big picture in mind. They work according to their vision, are focused on their goals, and are always planning in terms of moving ahead on their chosen path. I'd say we know a lot of ambitious and passionate people. Uh, just a few, mm-hmm. being dancers and all. Yep, we had a couple uh, visit us this past weekend, in fact. We had Jacqueline Patino and Alexander Logan Jung, Jung, however you'd pronounce that. I've heard different ways. And they came up and danced Friday night at Tradewinds, Saturday night at Stoney's. What did we do on Sunday? Well, Saturday we also met up with Cat Painter, and we were dancing for the Unruly Festival. Oh, yes, As indeed. well, with um, Kevin Lutz and his wife, Barbara. Like, talk about passionate, ambitious people. The whole reason he originally started to... Um, he actually opened Sony's was because of the fact that he wanted a place to dance. And for me, you know, that says a lot about an individual is if they're that passionate about something that they open up their own business for it. You know, then you have, yeah, like I said, Cat Painter. And uh, Saturday, then we went down to Stoney's, or over to Stoney's. I don't even know direction where, from where we were from. Um, and we just got to hang out with some really awesome people. And then you have, um, for the most part, you know, we had the week to prep for the Windy City event, which is another one where it's a bunch of passionate people uh, coming together. And I mean, you have the choreography competition, which I would say is ambitious individuals. So, you know, we're going, we're going up for, against some uh, pretty strong competitors for our particular heat, uh, for sure, as well as some other people as well. Um, I mean, that's one of the great things about dancing is it is about passion. So you'll pretty much find yourself around a lot of passionate people. Mm-hmm. And I like the bit that they say about uh, ambitious because it ties in with this next one here. Number two, the doers. This world is full of people who make brilliant plans, but it is the doers, those who put their plans 
into action who succeed in accomplishing goals and translate their hard work into success. The doers give themselves goals and set deadlines to achieve those goals. Surround yourself with such people. They will inspire you to overcome procrastination, take action, and move steadily towards your goals. Well, we know a couple of people, as we mentioned, uh, Alex and Jackie, who they they want to learn dances and they want to be ready for Vegas, but instead of just thinking about it, they're committing those dance names to paper and I believe they are setting up a tentative plan as for when they will have these dances learned so that they will have the maximum number ready in their back pocket for dancing at Vegas. There's also Kevin Lutz, as you mentioned, who took the actual action necessary to open Stoney's Rock and Rodeo. And then perhaps to toot our own horns, there are yourself and myself who have uh, also been cramming like crazy for this event. To be fair, last year between Windy City and Vegas we kind of set the precedent of our reputation Mm. by learning some 70 odd dances in one month. I think we've stepped it up a notch in the last two weeks, and we're like between 50 and 60 Yep. in two weeks. Now, no, not all of those have we like perfected and retained, so I'm not sure how well mm-hmm. I'd say I know the dance, but I'm familiar with it that I'm at a point where now it's just the repetition of solidifying it so that I do know it. Um, but I think of the doers as, I mean, think of all of these people who are going to be teaching at this event, they started somewhere. They didn't just automatically become teachers. So they took their idea and their love of dance and took it to the next level by, you know, choreographing and really just putting their heart and soul into how they dance and how they move and what steps they put in their own dance creations. And then they started going on, you know, I want to teach. So then they started teaching and perfecting that technique. Um, Plus, just think about how much it takes just to get to one of these events. You know, it's a lot to put into. You have to plan. You have to arrange, you know, time off from work and make sure you have the money for it and book the hotel and the transportation and, you know, everything. Um, So it does take a lot just to get to one of these events, too, because I know there's a lot of people back home that would wish that they were here, Mm -hmm. but they had to pick and choose as to which events they could request time off from work for. I think having, having a plan really shows that you want it, and also being willing to do things sometimes without glamour or a massive paycheck at the end of it and knowing that there is value in experience and really proving that you care as much about something as you say you do that's one of the things I really like and respect about a lot of the folks who are going to be seeing this weekend they have opportunities here and there for being headline instructors at major events and then they go back home and they continue to teach their class of beginners on a Monday night. Or they'll DJ an event and have to sacrifice you know, dancing, dances that they would want to do because there's something else that's needed of them. Yeah, there's certainly that. There's also the idea that how many of these people who could be at this event um, teaching are actually just here attending even though they weren't asked to be here as an instructor in the official capacity which they depending on who you're a fan of are just as good as you know somebody else that may be on the billboard mm-hmm. you know um, and then you know like, that also comes to mind with just like how many of them I know we're going to see taking lessons from other instructors just so that they can get better at what they do. They get that practice. They keep learning. They keep growing, which is awesome. Um, the other thing I want to mention is, although, yes, I know that I personally can do some of this stuff on my own, I know having, since it's about 
keeping company with people, mm -hmm. um, having you around definitely propels the situation a lot further along a lot faster than if it was just me by my solo. Because, you know, I might have learned, you know, a handful of dances, maybe, but because you're so organized and you put out the schedule and you plan for like what days we're learning which dances, you know, I know what's expected, I know what's going on, I know what I'm getting into, um, and it allows me to actually do more. Well, I'm glad I can help. <laughs> you know, another thing I like about um, folks like Alex is they don't just wait for conditions to be right to try to do something. Like, he picks up dances on the floor, even willing to look like he doesn't know them, because he doesn't. Uh, but by the end of it, he's got a pretty good grasp of it. And it's one thing when people say, oh, I, I do, I love teaching, uh, and I would teach at a major event, but only at a major event. Like, if you love teaching that much, what's wrong with teaching where nobody knows who you are, there's no... There's no payoff beyond everybody having a good time at your event, and there's no next step beyond maybe they'll go to another one of your small events. Maybe they'll never go to one of the big ones and you know be the, the hometown draw that, that guarantees your name on the placard. Like if, if, if you say, I'll do it if this or that, then you wonder how much is the passion there from the previous one, you know? How much are you a doer and not just a, you know, conditional doer. Number three, the problem solvers. No matter who you are or what you do, you will always encounter problems in one form or the other. Instead of cribbing about things not working out, problem solvers focus on finding out ways to fix the problems. Surround yourself with these people and they will help you figure out the way forward. I think this might be sort of akin to... Uh, and this used to be the way that um, I might be I might have been more inclined to function before uh, looking at a dance or trying to find a dance and seeing that there is a step sheet but no video and saying well I guess I'm not learning this one there's no way for me to learn it because I can't read step sheets and the way to solve that problem of course is to learn to read step sheets but giving up just because you lack a skill uh, you know, doesn't get you any further forward when trying to either learn it yourself or find a friend who could interpret it for you. Either of those would help solve the problem. Quitting gets you nothing. And I definitely used to be very dependent on video tutorials exclusively for learning a dance. Yeah, I mean, um, I mean, problem solvers. It's interesting because they don't necessarily see a lot as a problem, per se, as more of a puzzle. Oh yes, I like that. Um, You're good with puzzles. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, and they they look at it more as a how do I make this work as opposed to what's wrong? How do I fix this? Um, and it gives it a little bit more of a willing to look outside the box that way, I think. Um, another thing is, for instance, like choreography. You know, that's one giant puzzle. And, you know, the first, first piece is the song. You know, you have to find the song, and then you have to find the steps, and then you have to put them all together. And, um, you know, the problem being, like, I know, for instance... I got the same advice that I gave to a friend, a couple friends of ours while they were chore choreographing. Um, and I definitely took my advice with uh, eager anticipation of what it could be. Um, I got stuck in it in, choreo in a choreographing a dance. And I spoke with Rachel about it. And she suggested, well, have you considered, instead of moving with the syncopation and going forward, have you considered moving backwards with whole counts? And I went, no, I hadn't. I will try that. 
And sure enough, there was an opportunity for me to pass on that particular information when a couple friends of ours were telling us how this one portion of the dance they weren't in love with, and they but they couldn't see you know where they wanted to go with it, and so I just pretty much said the same thing. Well, instead of rocking forward, what it, or going forward, what if you guys went backwards? And from there, they took it, they ran, and I actually really love what they came up with after that. It, I think it hits dance a lot more successfully than you know the first. Thing, and that was just simply because they said we're not in love with it and I was like well here's what I was given so let me pass it on to you and like I didn't at the time think of it as a problem that I gave a solution to but I guess technically it works um, and I've gotten several different feedbacks like that and so having people like that in my life is definitely beneficial yeah I, I remember hearing at uh, wild wild west from Michael Barr that Joe is excellent at solving choreographic problems by assembling everybody's steps in the most effective way for hitting the music. Because they might have an idea for what would be representative of the mood of the dance or what might click in an interesting and novel way Joe is then able to sequence those ideas in a way that flows from beginning to end and back to beginning. Yeah, I remember that conversation. He said yeah. she's really, really good at um, essentially uh, stitching them together. Right, right. And then everybody is able to feel that they contributed, quote, their part, while also they know they couldn't have done it without Joe. Yep. Number four. Oh, we got plenty of these. Those who are on a similar journey as you. Surround yourself with people you aspire to be, what you too want to become, and who are out to reach similar goals as you. You can relate to such people, have meaningful conversations with them, discuss your problems, ask for advice, and seek their help when you feel stuck. Jono's a big one for this. I feel like he's very much on a similar path in choreography and doing competition refining his teaching technique, coming up with energetic and, and new step combinations. The thing that comes out to mind with me, people you aspire to be um, and what you want to become, I think of a lot of different individuals that come to mind for this one for me. Obviously, people like Joe and Rachel speak volumes to me, but I loved sharing the experiences I did um, in Palm Springs with Amy. Mm -hmm. um, and the conversations we had and have had since then um, has actually helped me also, not just in the dance life, but in my personal professional life with looking into pharmacy. And it's because of like, some of the conversations we've had that I've been able to like really you know, take that into consideration and find out that, you know, like, actually, this is a really fun path for me. I really enjoy this. And uh, people like Cat Painter, I admire how she teaches. And yes, I said Unruly Festival earlier, I'm going to say Unruly Bar Goers, <laughs> because how she commands... Uh, the attendees at Stoney's Rock and Rodeo every single night is just, it's inspiring. It hands down, she gets them to understand the step movements like nobody I've ever seen when there is, you know, adult beverages involved. And it, I know that we've been uh, party to a couple attempts and I discovered just how difficult of a task that is. And um, so I've been talking with her a little bit about like the different teaching things and how I can improve my teaching style because it's something that I admire. Um, and I know she's done competitions and she's won and you know now she's teaching at Vegas this year on staff. So that's you know something else to really consider. You know, when you're looking at your role models, 
um, is really what you want to do that they've accomplished. Um, Part of uh, the podcast and its original founding is actually based on just asking people who have done it um, how they did it. <laughs> right. What's their story? You know, what what did they need to get through, and uh, what challenges did they overcome to be wherever it is in the line dance world that they are today? Yeah. So. And one additional thing I'd like to note about Cat is that she does what she does as far as the cat herding um, of all these drunk people from a place of love. Like oh, she's God, ne- yeah. she never does it out of anger or out of just, hey guys, I, I, I have a job to do. Can I just get paid here? Uh, she does it from a place of, I love this so much and I know that if you learn this dance, you're going to have a great time with it. Otherwise, I wouldn't be teaching it. So... You know, give me just a few more minutes of your time and we'll all have a great experience together. That's that's the energy she brings to asking them to quiet down. Well, and I hardly ever see her have to even get to that point. They're just so captivated by what she has to offer and just her mere presence and how she's explaining things that they... It's almost as if she never gives them an opportunity to lose focus because she knows what pace to bring the entire group at. And it's, it's just very impressive. Whereas, you know, like, I, I know that I've had those where you've sped through the, the um, teaching and so, like, some of the people have lost it. I've also done the ones where you've spent a little extra time so people have gotten distracted and, you know, so on and so forth. But, like, it always seems to me that she's, like, running it at the most perfect tempo, which is... Probably from years of practice and understanding, but still very impressive. And even when she's asking people not to bring drinks onto the dance floor, it's not just because that's the rules and that's how it is, or she'll get in trouble if they spill their drink. It's because she loves the world of dance and that everyone's dancing and having a good time. And she knows if somebody spills a drink, a lot of people are going to have less of a good time, including her, because she loves getting out there herself. So it's really out of uh, looking for the best for everybody that she, you know, needs to tell people this is this is what you need to do. You know, sorry to get up in your face about it, but um, also not sorry because really a lot of people <laughs> depend on you not spilling your drink. Yeah, <laughs> right. Number five, those who can inspire you and be your role model. Now this is where I think of Joan Rachel. Surround yourself with people you admire, look up to, want to emulate, and walk in their footsteps. They are the awesome people you always dream of becoming. These people can impact you tremendously, help you get into the winner's mindset, infuse self-belief and confidence in you that you too can succeed and accomplish your goals. Four people come to mind, and it's kind of a Captain Planet kind of uh, situation for me. Okay. As I say this. Um, Now, this is not to exclude anybody in general at all, but the four people that I know that have affected me the most and, like, I've connected with the most is Joe's heart and love for dancing, Rachel's skill and technique, Amy's patience, and Michelle's humility. Like, there, those are four traits that I've always wanted in myself, and I have found these amazing women in this dance world that I have been able to connect with and really learn from, and I'm so eternally grateful for that. And I know that for a fact, in this last year, I would not be who I was had I not met them when I did. Well said. <laughs> yeah, I, um, I was thinking of the four... You know, Michael and Michelle would somehow make an appearance in there. And, yeah, when you mention Amy, that's true. Like, she does, I mean, I'm not sure in what way you were thinking of the word patience. Uh, for me, I see it in how she is on the path, you know. She is still young. She has her whole several decades of more workshops and events ahead of her. And she doesn't need to be, you know, above Joe or Rachel's name right now because someday I'm sure they will retire or step aside or just make room for more people up there 
And she will have been one of the people who was there for years, ready. So she's doing, just like Madison, you know, she's doing what she can now to create new fun dances for people. She puts on her own events, like Madison, um, in her hometown. And she collaborates with people and brings out the best in them for events and for choreography. Learning what she can from the people who have been doing it longer than her. So, again, she, she doesn't have to be Miss Windy City or whatever this year, because in 20 years, she'll probably have been there for a little while. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was thinking just her personality and characteristics. She's just a very that. calming presence, and she brings just a very, I guess, um, sweet and kind kind of air to the atmosphere that I've been around so far and she's just very for me I look at it like I am one of those that asks a hundred questions and can get very very obnoxious and she has always just answered the questions you know she's always just you know spent the time with me and and talked with me and just been very patient of my inquisitive mind as well as just you know in general um I just I don't see her as the type of individual that would lose her cool over some something trivial. I now agree. yes, human nature sometimes you do lose it, you know. We're all human, you know, nobody's perfect, but I just I feel like it's a less, you know, inclined opportunity for her to lose her cool than somebody else might. Um, I feel like she's very good at, you know, just letting things either A, bother her where nobody can see them on the inside and not project them on others, or she's just really, really good at just letting it go and just kind of, you know, um, really setting that ease for the event if there is any type of, you know, issue or concern. I've noticed that about Fred, Joe, and probably Rachel as well. But definitely Fred and Joe, I've never seen them in what I would describe as a bad mood. <laughs> right? Or at least not one that I would recognize as one. Maybe for them, the spectrum of like the worst they could ever be is like, oh, shoot. Oh, well. Because <laughs> like, that, that's about the, the most I've seen perturbed-wise from them. Otherwise, everything is great. They're at a place where they love the people, they love what they're doing, and they just feel so grateful that they have that opportunity. Right. Yeah. And everybody gets cut off in traffic, and everybody is made to wait for appointments, and we just don't see that part, yeah. so maybe it's there, and, and we're not around for that, that part of their life, but um, yeah, at, at the place where they love being, it shows. Right. Yeah. Number six, those who help you tap your full potential and bring out the best in you. Surround yourself with people who understand you, can, can identify with your dreams and aspirations, and will help you further your goals. They may be your family members, friends, colleagues, or associates. Anyone you can resonate with and feel comfortable with talking your heart out, discussing your positives and negatives, assets and limitations, strengths and weaknesses. They will help you get in touch with your real self and make you feel confident and empowered. So besides everybody we just mentioned, for me personally, that's you. Oh. Um, I feel like I can be the most honest version of me when I'm around you, and I feel like it's okay to have those frustrations and those difficulties when you know life is just not going the way, and it's really easy just like to take that five minutes vent it out and be like okay now time to see the positive and it's it's encouraging that you just let me have that moment because you know all I need to do is just get through it and then from there I'm like okay I got my five minutes let's go you know and as well as you know there's certain dances that you've put on the list that there's no way I would have attempted those there's no way I, no those are too hard no, it's, no, it's too weird. And yet, somehow, I'm out there doing it, and it's pushing me to be a better dancer and a more well-rounded individual 
because I'm trying things out of the box, things that are out of my comfort zone. I would say you help me tap into my full potential as well, bring out the best in myself. My arch nemesis would be procrastination and complacency. (laughs) And it's very easy if, um, if left to my own devices to say like, well, I know a good amount of dances. I feel like I feel like this is impressive enough for me. And then you go out and say, like, you know, I'm starting to look at these first eight counts, and I, I think it's not too bad. I might just learn the whole thing. No, no, okay, let me let me get on that real quick, and we'll just we'll ride that bus together. Yeah. Other, otherwise, it, it wouldn't be, a, um, for me, a matter of, like, I, I don't think I can do it. It's like, yeah, I could do it. And I think the could is enough. Like, I could follow it. Yeah. You make me think, like, it's important to actually do the doing. I'm glad I can help. Number seven. Those who can provide a genuine feedback. It is human nature to hear good things about ourselves. Most people gravitate towards those who appreciate them and talk positively about them. But it is not wise to have yes people around you all the time. To have a balanced view about yourself and be aware of your blind spots, it is important that you surround yourself with people who can provide authentic feedback and who don't mince words while giving their honest opinion about you. They will help you better yourself, rectify your mistakes, work on your weak spots, and help you grow. For this, I think of Joe when she asked, what kind of feedback are you looking for regarding Can't Walk Away? Because she said some people just want to be told what a great job they're doing and don't change anything. And if you do try to ask them, uh, is this what you had intended? They'll get defensive and freak out and say, you know what, I think it's fine, so nuts to you. Like, I don't think she phrased it quite that way, but I think that was the general gist, was that um, if you really want feedback, say that you want feedback. If you want a rosy-colored attitude toward your attempt uh, and have you just put out whatever, regardless of their feedback, don't waste their time. Right. Yeah. um, I definitely remember that conversation, uh, for one, because it was really scary to ask for her feedback in general. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, when she had asked me that, I was like, no, I genuinely want to know if there's something that doesn't make sense, if there's something transition-wise that might, you know, like, stop, or that doesn't stop momentum so, like, people could get hurt. Like, I want to be the best I can be, so I need whatever kind of feedback I can get so that I can grow. Right. Um, I know I'm a strong believer of the two things. The first one being, I don't know what I do wrong unless I'm told. And as weird as this might sound, I'll go into a little bit more detail. I don't ask questions I don't want the answer to. And when I ask for feedback, I genuinely want to hear what I'm doing well in as well as what I need to work on because I believe that I don't know what I'm doing wrong unless I'm told. I don't know if there's a better way if I'm just thrown out there and someone with more experience can go, oh, well, this might not be the way, but this is a way I have found that works for me. Um, This is one thing I noticed um, being in the back row while you were teaching this lesson. Or this is one thing I saw... I'm questioning how it how it flows from one thing to the next with the choreography. Um, I'm not sure how it feels. It looks alright, but let's go ahead and see if I can't feel what you're feeling or something like that. Um, and whether or not it works, you know, it's like I want to know. That's why I asked the question. There's something I, I read in a book re- earlier this morning in our travels here uh, on the flight, and it said something like, "If you're comfortable, you're not growing." Like, you should keep expanding your comfort zone so that you can grow into that. So even if you aren't, like, a master at the thing that you're trying, just by trying, you're stepping out of your comfort zone, and then your skill circle or skill bubble will expand to meet it. So the bigger the bigger uh, comfort zone you have with a bunch of different things, uh, which you have to force into making happen... Uh, then the more valuable as a person you can be and the most impact you can make on the greatest number of people. Yes. Um, 
and one of the things that I know because of our partnership and everything we essentially accomplished together I know that if I ask for your feedback it will be genuine and honest it won't be some sugar-coated oh no no you did great as you're like oh my gosh what did she just do you know kind of situation um and I know that although some of the feedback might not what be what exactly I wanted to hear um, and it might take me some time to process it. I always know that it is in my best interest. It's not so that you can be mean about it or whatever and just be like, oh, overly critical or whatever negative connotation you want to, you know, assign to feedback when it's not what you want to hear. Right. Oh, yeah. I guess I didn't quite tie that part in. Uh, the discomfort and comfort zone and all that. Getting feedback that you're not prepared to receive can be uncomfortable but if you do something with it that pushes you forward you will grow so you need to be uncomfortable you need to be willing to be uncomfortable and also if you are doing something that's very middle of the road and and easily achievable and you're not pushing dancers to try something new then you'll be received as such I think like there are some people like Guyton who have really just gone to great lengths <laughs> to to force people to do things they wouldn't normally do with their bodies to music and people in his retirement year have thanked him profusely for doing this oh yeah there are other folks that you know we probably see releasing things here and there that you, you watch a video of it and first wall in, you're like, oh yeah, I can do that. And then you don't learn it because you're not going to push yourself and you're not going to do anything besides shuffle around steps you already know. Their retirement year, who knows, you know, will they have the same reception? I don't know. Yeah, and, and another thing, like, I know for me personally, and this comes with just a lot of work at communication is I know that there's been a time or two in which you've given me feedback and like you've seen my reaction and been like should I not have said something and I'm always like no no you should have I just need time to process it like it wasn't it wasn't a good feeling to hear that this is what I needed to work on but it's going to help me tomorrow and so I just need to process that it's not like you're trying to make me feel bad. You're trying to help me grow kind of situation. And that comes, again, from the also, you know, asking questions that you're ready for the answers for. Um, if you're not ready to hear that there's stuff to work on, be careful how you ask and when you ask. Yes. Eight. Those who can help you keep happy, upbeat, and positive. En route to the journey of success. You will experience difficulties, face challenges, problems, and hardships that can make you feel low. It is important to have a support group and be surrounded by people who can keep your spirits up when the chips are down and boost your morale when things seem dark and nebulous. These cheerleaders will be there for you when you need them the most and help you tide over down times. We actually talked about uh, this with Alex recently and how there can be times when you feel just like a crummy dancer. You, you, you step into this world where everybody else just seems like they've been doing it forever and you're a brand new, two left-footed nothing and you don't know what to do about it. You need somebody to pull you out of it and let you know it'll get easier the more you do it. You just have to keep at it and your friends will not judge you for being a beginner. Um, actually, the first person who came to mind on this is Carrie from Sonoma State Line Dance Club. She is always in such a good, fun-loving mood when she comes to club, and it's just infectious. Oh, yeah. And even when I'm having one of those days where it's like, you know, I worked eight hours, and then I had to prep for a lesson, and then, you know, like... Everything else, you know, I had bills to pay and rent to pay and all this fun stuff and everything's crumbling around me. I walk in the club and she's there laughing and having a good time and interacting and it's like you can't help but just kind of like 
let it go and just like really really enjoy it um if nothing else for her sake because you would just it would break your heart to think of her having a sad day <laughs> right um and it's not that she doesn't have hardships of her own or anything like that it's just like for whatever reason she's just one of those kind of people where i feel like i can just be goofy around and have fun with and like so that helps keep me the positive and upbeat um, I know Stephanie for me is like yes, that as well because I've known her for years. Yes, Steph is huge, um, and we all known that person and possibly have been that person who's just been that negative Nelly, where like my whole life is abysmal, nothing ever goes right, and I don't even know why I try, and you know, and yeah, it's okay to have those moments here and there because you're human, you're allowed to, you know have your lows because how else are you going to appreciate your highs but you got to get to the high sometime (laughs) yeah there used to be a couple people who would do that regularly at at line dance club and you could just feel the dread when people knew that that person was going to be there and there wasn't really anything we could do about it because of course it's all about creating an inclusive atmosphere and try to lift the overall morale and maybe it'll catch with the person who's having problems but with the person not there, really the overall average has been upbeat and positive, ambitious people who think that you know it's possible to learn these dances and it's okay to be present and let go of your other stuff for an hour and a half twice a week. Right. Um, and then, of course, I mean, how, how do you not think Joe with happy, upbeat, and positive? Like... That woman has every excuse in this world to see the negative, and yet she believes that that is the exact reason why she should see the positive. It's because she has every excuse in the world to see the negative, and so she wants to be thankful for any blessing she possibly has and can be, and she just wants, you know, from what I've experienced just from being around her, she just wants everybody to be happy and healthy and safe and doing what they love and it's she's just again she is a heart of gold when it comes to being a human being and that just gets you know quadrupled to the umph degree when it comes to line dancing mm-hmm. number nine the forward moving people surround yourself with people who are forever marching ahead They are not satisfied with one-time success. For them, success is an ongoing journey. They set themselves goals, work hard to accomplish them, get what they want, but don't stop at that. They are not the ones to rest on their laurels. These people are ever moving onwards. When one set of goals is achieved, they raise the bar higher and give themselves a new set of goals. Such people will inspire you and encourage you to keep doing new things and set new goals for yourself. You cannot change the people around you, but you definitely have the power to choose people whom you wish to be close to you and influence you in a meaningful way. Surround yourself with the ambitious and the most productive people if you want to grow. This choice will go a long way in helping you keep yourself in a positive frame of mind, work hard to achieve your goals, reach where you aspire to be, and live a happy and successful life. This article is on drroplean.com. Dr. Ruplin. Com, written by Dr. Ruplin, and this is the nine types of people you must surround yourself with. The forward-moving people. So, there's a couple things um, about the forward-moving. Um, there was a time, a few years back, when I was not a forward-moving person for a chunk of time. I was very stuck in where I was at, and I wasn't necessarily satisfied, but I knew it. I was I knew my surroundings. I was, you know, an expertise in my particular square space at the time. Um, and I wouldn't even necessarily say I was content, because I certainly wasn't. I was miserable. But again, I knew and understood my surroundings at the time. I knew my place. And breaking out of that would be very, very scary. And it finally got to a point where I realized and accepted just how stuck I was and nothing was going to change unless I did something. So I did. Got myself out of it. And since then, my life has been, I mean, 
I've been on a rocket, basically. <laughs> I can't, I can't slow down if I tried at this point, um, because I got that taste of what the next step could be like. And then, so let's work on what we got. Let's let's get going and get just comfortable enough to then push myself to the next level. And, you know, and at first that was just dancing on a dance team, and then it went into leaving the dance team and learning new dances and then it turned into breaking into the circuit world and being a dancer and then it turned into well I guess I could try choreography I mean that doesn't sound so scary right <laughs> um, and then it was teaching and I have loved every single minute for when I was ready to take that step had you asked me a year ago if I would be doing what I'm doing, I would have told you no. Um, I would say that it sounds really cool, but I'm not ready for it. You know, and so slowly but surely, I knew when it was ready, when I was ready to push myself into that next uncomfortable area to go forth. And that was because I had surrounded myself with so many supportive people that I knew that even if I failed epically, they would still love me. <laughs> and that's huge. And that brings me to the idea as well as this is the nine moving people, or the nine types of people you should surround yourself with. Um, I think of something you said one of the first times we hung out, which was you're the average of the five people you hang out with. And so I started thinking about like, well, who do I hang out with? And if I'm the average of that, what are the strengths and the weaknesses of the five people that I associate with? And so since then, um, I looked at where I wanted to go with my life. And there's nothing against the people that I was with a year and a half ago because I love them to pieces even still to this day. They made me who I was at the time and they got me out of where I was the year prior, which was awful. Um, but I knew where I wanted to be and they didn't share the same goals as me. And that's what this whole article is about is, you know, what are your goals and how to accomplish them? Well, you need support. You need a support system. You need people to inspire you, to encourage you, to critique you and push you and help you grow. So... You know, it starts looking at, you know, the five people I hang out with now is completely different than the five people I hung out with four years ago. And me as an individual shows, sees the difference, has shown the difference, and is night and day to the point where I'm not sure I'd hang out with me four years ago. I might be kind of a downer. <laughs> so... Yeah, I mean, it's really important. And, again, that's, I mean, you, Joe, Rachel. I mean, shoot, look at how much Rachel's accomplished. Lip sense and being, you know, one of the top female choreographers and the competition she's gone through. And now she, she's doing real realty and, like, I mean, oh, my God. The woman's impressive, you know, to say the least. And then you have other people that... They might not be on a rocket going forward, but they still want to move forward with their life. They're not, they're not okay with settling for what they've been given. They want more. And even if it's a matter of taking a baby step and then having to wait for a little bit and then taking another baby step, they're still doing it. And that, you're going to find these kind of people all throughout line dancing. Yeah, I was... As I mentioned, I was doing some reading on the way here, and a couple things jumped out. One of which was that, um, and it, it did remind me of Rachel. Like there are some people who are of the sort of character that they will succeed at anything they do because the kind of person they are that made them succeed at one thing can be translated into other fields of success, as she is doing now with Lips Lumiere, Lipsens and her real estate ventures where uh, you can find her as Rachel White uh, through Keller Williams in Florida. There was something they said about uh, how a lot of people think that you 
the order is have, do, be, and you have to have all the stuff you need, like money and and leisure time and convenience, before you can do the things that you think you need to be the person that is positive and successful and optimistic. Because why would you be optimistic unless you had a reason to be, which you would have a reason to be if you had all that stuff. Instead, they, they said the order is be, do, have. First, you need to become that person with good habits and a positive outlook and a plan. And then you can do the things that are necessary to have the success and to have all the things. But it starts from believing that you are that kind of succeeding achiever and uh, surrounding yourself with forward-moving people who keep you upbeat and positive and provide genuine feedback and help you tap into your full potential and bring out the best in you and who can inspire you and be a role model and who are on a similar journey as you and are problem solvers and doers and ambitious and passionate people. I saw what you did there. Yeah. But maybe that's because I'm sitting right next to you. Could be. (laughs) All right. Well... Thank you for uh, tuning into this portion of our episode today. We're going to jump into a bit of a musical break and come back at you for the second half of our show. And for today's music, let's see, we have quite a, a, a variety of options here that I'm looking at. And I'm thinking, I'm yeah. thinking we'll go with a, a track that uh, somebody choreographed Uh, dance to. This person has been a positive light in the line dance universe. Some might describe as being the heart of the line dance world. And uh, the dance is Once Upon a December. The song is Once Upon a December. This one comes at you from Miss Joe Thompson-Samansky. Enjoy. Enjoy. 